Hello, this podcast is Arkham Horror Badly. My name is Peredir, and this is where I'll be playing Arkham Horror the card game. Just not very well. So yeah, the purpose of this podcast is uh, for me to get a chance to play some weird, fun, or just bad decks of Arkham Horror the Card Game. Um, really to play with the limits of this uh, game that we all love. And um, I was chatting today, as it happens, to uh, Brown Loaf. Brown Loaf runs the excellent Dumb Luck um, channel on YouTube, and that's where he plays um, Chaos Arkham decks. Um, but he was he suggested um, something I could try, which was to play um, a investigator um, in his off-class or her off-class cards only. So many investigators have a main class and an off-class, which they can have uh, cards up to a lower level in. And obviously they are probably more likely to want to take the um, main class cards. So what would happen if we try and force an investigator to only take off-class cards or neutral cards? Well, I thought this was a good idea. It was something that I'd um, thought about briefly a while back and then forgotten about again. So uh, Brownlow piqued my interest uh, sufficiently that I uh, decided immediately to put together a deck and then playing it tonight. So who am I playing? Well, um, recently I bought the entire Forgotten Age cycle. It's the last cycle I've, I've played. Um, uh, I've, 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 I've not played, rather. Um, and so um, I have not yet had the chance to try out most of the investigators from that score box. So the investigator I've chosen for tonight is Leo Anderson, the expedition leader. Leo is a guardian, um, and so he can have any guardian cards he likes, but he has rogue as his second class, as his off class. And so to uh, fit in with uh, what I, uh, the challenge I've set myself is I'm going to play Leo Anderson with only rogue level zero and neutral level zero cards. So Leo is good at fighting and punching things. He's strong. He's very willful and able to survive the, the, the onslaught of the mythos. He's got four in both strength and um, intellect. Uh, sorry, willpower. He's got three in intellect, so he's okay at getting clues. He is rubbish at running away from things. Um, he's so stocky and burly that he has one agility. So he's gonna he's gonna have uh, problems if he wants to avoid things. So we're just gonna have to kill them first. Um, I'm not gonna say too much about the deck. I want to get mostly uh, straight into the scenario. But um, yeah, it's got a lot of green cards in it. Um, I've tried to have a an, a vague plan of getting some allies out. And of uh, using weapons, so I've got the Derringer in here, I've got the um, Mauser in here, I've got a Switchblade somewhere. Um, but I would like to be able to use either Joey the Rat Vigil and or Sleight of Hand to do some tricks with getting items into play um, uh, for, well, for very cheap, hopefully. Um, okay, so which scenario am I playing? Well, I've decided that um, Leo Anderson... Is, um, is traumatized after his last expedition. He lost his entire party. He blames himself. He thought of himself as a guardian, a protector of people, and he failed to protect them. So he cannot now take guardian cards. He's rescinded his guardianness. Um, but um, although he, um, he, he, he's, he's feeling doubt about himself, he still feels that he wants to help people somehow. 
And so he's heard that Virgil Gray, the renowned author and eccentric, um, has gotten has gotten ill. He's he's uh, fallen into a coma, and um, people think that he may have travelled to the dreamlands. So Leo doesn't usually believe in this stuff, but he's put all the stuff that he can carry on his person in the pockets of his big expedition coat. He's laid down to sleep, and he's going to go into the dreamlands beyond the gates of sleep in the first scenario of uh, campaign A of the Dream Eaters. This campaign begins with a prologue, um, or rather it belong begins with a dream. And uh, you get to choose which dream, although it has to fit your character. And I've chosen the Wayfarer. So Leo falls asleep and he dreams. You trudge chest deep through a brackish swamp. Impossibly large bulrushes tower over you, and clouds of strange iridescent insects swarm through the fetid air. With each step, your feet sink deeper into the soft muck, threatening to pull you under. You feel something slick and cold glide across your legs, and you lunge towards dry land. But the more you struggle, the further you sink. In the blink of an eye, you are consumed whole by the mire, yet you are still falling ever downward. Eventually, you're deposited onto a stone floor, along with a small mudslide. You find yourself in a sealed chamber, lit by pale blue glimmering strange hieroglyphs. The symbols frame an intricate golden door, the door to the crypt you've been searching for. And now let me search my deck for a Wayfarer or Relic card and play it, um, paying it to cost. Well, I'm going to play the Decorated Skull. Costs me nothing, so it's just in play. Leo dusts himself off and he reaches into his pocket and he pick, draws out a strange painted skull. What does it do? Leo's confused. He's never seen it before, but he puts it back in his pocket. Maybe it'll bring him good luck. So we're at the 70 steps of lighter slumber location. You are no longer in your own world. A spiral of twisting stone steps hangs suspended in the ether with no visible means of support. At the bottom of the steps is an island landing, also floating in the void, where a tall golden gateway leads into a brightly lit cavern. So um, the uh, agenda is 1A, but there's only one agenda, and it's got 19 doom threshold, which seems fine, doesn't it? Um, so, forced, when Doom is placed on this agenda during the Mythos phase, any investigator at the steps location, sorry, if any investigator at the step location, place one additional Doom. So I need to not be on the steps location uh, uh, when I can. And the uh, act is entering the dreamlands. The door leading out of your initial dream takes you to a stone staircase. Thousands of different stairways join together here, forming an incomprehensible nexus of steps where worlds and stories join together. And it descends deeper into the land of dreams. So I don't draw encounter cards until I'm told to, and I need to enter the Cavern of Flame to advance. So I'm going to draw my opening hand. Um, so we've got Followed. That's a weakness. A second weakness. That's two weaknesses in a row. Be glad I drew them now. Uh, Faustian Bargain. It's Mitch Brown, my signature asset ally. Perception and Mauser mm, C96. Okay. Well, obviously we don't want the, the weaknesses, so this can move back. 
I think I put, I put followed in there because I want to try it in a deck someday, so I might as well try it now. Um, but it's, it's useless unless there's enemies in play. I know I will, I will find an enemy, but I don't think it's going to help me immediately. So I'll probably toss that back. I'm tempted to keep Faust in Bargain. Uh, it'll give me a, a an, an in, influx of, um, of, of resources to start with. So I might keep that. Probably want Mitch Brown. He, he, I, I have no, um, I have no uh, non-unique allies in my deck because there are none uh, for, for for rogue. Um, so uh, Mish Brown is limited uh, of limited use, but he'll soak up some damage for me. I think I probably keep the Mauser. I probably keep the Perception because I was hoping for some kind of of, of flashlight. So maybe I do pitch the Faustian bargain, keep Mitch the Mauser and Perception, and hope that I can um, Mulligan into a flashlight. I mean, I've got three uh, intellects, it's okay. All right, let's go. So uh, we've got an... Uh, oh, God, all right. Well, I've drawn two more allies, our best friends, Joey Vigil and Gregory Grimes. So that's that's a fun opening hand. At least they both have intellect icons. All right, let's go. So um, first action is... Well, I need to reveal this location. So it's got one shroud and a solitary clue. And all I need to do to get into the Caverns of Flame is to make sure that there are no clues on uh, the 70 steps. Okay, so I'm going to do something which I wasn't intending to do, which is to put Gregory Gry into play. Now, I've only got one ally slot, but um, Leo has a special ability. After your turn begins, play an ally asset, reducing its cost by one. So that's two resources for Gregory, and he doesn't cost any actions. Um, he comes into play with nine resources on him, and oops, I can um, spend those resources uh, to try and gamble, it seems like. So... Um, my first, my first proper action, if you like, is going to be to try and investigate here. Now, it's got a shroud of one, it's got one clue, and Leo's got an intellect of three. So three on one is pretty good odds. I'm using the easy bag because uh, I, I tend to on these, because otherwise I take too much punishment. Now, I could toss perception to this, which would make me five on one. Um, the the idea being that I could I could spend up to three, well, I could spend as many as I like, but I'll, I'll spend three from Gregory Gry to try and succeed by at least, by at least three. I'll spend two. I'm going to, I'm going to commit perception and investigate five on one. And I want to succeed by at least two to get two resources. So five on one. Zero. So I succeed by four, so I get two resources. So the money I paid to get Gregory into play is returned. I also succeeded with perception, so I draw a card, and it's unexpected courage. Okay, so I get that clue. This means I can um, I can uh, enter the Cavern of Flame. So there is a, a, a trigger on 70 steps. When you leave, take one horror for each card in your hand in excess of five. But I've only got four cards in my hand. The second action is to move to the Cavern of Flame. You cannot enter the Cavern of Flame unless all of the clues in the 70 steps have been discovered. They have. So I walk into this weird um, flame-lit uh, cavern. So it's got nine shroud. Forced at the end of the Mythos phase, each investigator of the Cavern of Flame takes one damage. But I've moved into the Cavern of Flame, and so I immediately advance. So, Act 1B. 
At the centre of the cavern is a pillar of it's a pillar of flame flanked by two robed, bearded men. You recognise the scene from the writings of Virgil Grey, the priests, the caverns, it's all as he described. Either you have entered into the same dreamscape, or you are sharing in his delusions. You must be tested, one of the priests says enigmatically. Your ordeal will be great, and thus so too will be your trial. I lose all my clues. Bye, clue. Put the set-aside Nasht and Kamanfar enemies into play in the Kamen Flame. Your slumber grows deeper. Add a skull token to the Chaos Bag for the remainder of the campaign. Okay, so we're adding a skull and we're bringing two priests into play. Act 2A. The Trial of Nasht and Kamanthar. The barred golden gates beyond will not open for you. Only the priests can judge whether you're worthy to pass through to the steps below. They cross their weapons, a steel halberd and a silver scythe in front of the gates. I still don't draw any cards in the, in the mythos phase. And uh, if they're both the priests are not in play, I immediately advance. So we've got two priests and they're both aloof and retaliate. And um, they both have similar tasks um, for Nasht who is two, three, two, um, aloof, retaliate. I can spend an action to parley and test fists or feet, two or three, because I, I'm, I'm the single investigator. Um, if I succeed, I can flip him and read the text. If I fail, he attacks me. And Kamen Thar is the same, except the parley test is will or book. So because I've got will four and fist four, this is handy. So I can test Nasht, fist, and Kamen Thar, will. Now I've got an action left for this turn. But because they're both aloof, I uh, would need to uh, um, engage them before I can do anything. But if I engage them, they're going to punch me in the um, in the enemy phase. So what do I do? I think I'm probably going to play a gun. There we go. So my final action, I'm going to play my Mauser. Costs me four. And it comes into play with five ammo, and I will be able to uh, shoot things with it. All right. Leo pulls from his pocket an old Mauser that he had from the trenches and he aims it uncertainly at the two priests. He's not happy with the situation and he's suspicious as hell. All right, upkeep phase. We're drawing a card. Oh, okay. Ba bought in blood. It's his signature weakness. Um, revelation. You must either discard an ally asset you control from play or discard each ally asset from your hand. Well, I've got uh, Greggy. Gregory Gry in, in, in play, and I've got Joey and Mitch in hand. Well, I'd rather not lose both those guys. So, Gregory, I'm sorry, you are gone. So, that's a shame. Gregory's gone, but at least I've got some more allies to play. Um, I get a resource, and then I add a Doom, but I don't draw an encounter card. Now, am I at a steps location? I am at a steps location, so the Cavern of Flame is, is on it's a part of the steps, I suppose. So that's two doom, not one. So two out of 19. Okay, so um, we're straight into the investigation phase. Um, now, I, I could play Mitch Brown as an ally, and uh, that would be two resources, and I would be cleaned out. Um, but it may be worth it for me to have some, some people in play. So I'll do that. I'll play Mitch Brown for for two. I'm out of money. But that was a free action because Leo always has uh, friends in, 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 in tow. All right. We're going to spend one action to um, 
Oh, hold on. I forgot to do the damage from the Cavern of Flame. So I take one damage and the damage will um, go on me. Because it has to. Because that was before Mitch came into play. Um, so, uh, yeah, right. So I'm going to engage, um, Nash. So, uh, that's first action is engage Nash. Second action, try and, um, use my fists to subdue him. So I'm four on three. Um, I'll, I'll try that. That's all right. Four on three. That's minus one. That passes. So... Um, we flip the card over. If you parleyed with Nash, I did. Um, your quest will lead to death, the priest foretells. Prove that you can survive what is to come, and I shall let you pass. Show me your weapon. You open your hand and reveal the first weapon that comes to your mind. Nash slaps it out of your hand. That is not a weapon. Show me your true weapon. You think for a moment. What weapon could the Guardian possibly be referring to? What weapon could help you survive a place like this? Then the answer hits you, plain as day. You point to your temple, and Nash nods. Very well. So it goes to the, disc, to the victory display, but worth no victory. All right. So that was my second action. Um, I'm going to... In, uh, do I engage him? He'll punch me if I do. Um... What we're going to do is we're going to not do that. We're going to draw a card for our final action. So I've drawn Coup de Grasse. Um, okay, so uh, that's my uh, that's the investigation phase. Um, they don't do anything in the enemy phase. Um, so I uh, will draw a card from the upkeep phase. It's Faustian Bargain. I will get a resource. I'm on Una resource. Um, and that's the end of the turn. So I will um, add two Doom. To the gender. Do not draw a Mythos card, an encounter card. But at the end of the Mythos phase, I take a damage. I'm going to put it on uh, Mitch. Mitch, you can take this one. So Mitch has got one damage out of two. Okay, so now we're going to engage uh, Kaman Thar for first action. Second action, we're going to try and parley with him using our head. So that's four on three again. So, four on three. That's a cultist. Cultist is minus X. X is the number of revealed Asian wood locations, enchanted wood locations. That's a zero. So, I pass. So, let's flip Kamanthar. Your mind is strong, the Guardian admits. But are you ready to, sh to shed your concept of truth, of reality? If so, alter your clothing. You protest out of confusion. That is a, this is a land of wills, the priest continues. If your resolve is truly strong enough, prove it to me. You close your eyes and imagine a different outfit, straining to recall its texture, its colour, its smell, each and every thread of fabric. When you open your eyes, you're wearing it. Good, Kamanthar says, stepping aside. A discard of the victory display. Okay, both... Uh, that was second action... So I've got one action left, but uh, objective of Act 2A has been accomplished. If neither Nash nor Kamen Thar in play, immediately advance. Satisfied that you are worthy to enter the Dreamlands, the priests step aside to let you pass, and the gate beyond opens. Before you step through, one of them grabs you by the wrist and gives you a final warning. 
Your journey shall take you beyond the land of the gods. The eye of chaos is upon you now. Follow the path, and you shall be safe. But beware, he tightens his grip. Stray not from the path. All right. So lose all my clues, don't have any. Put the set aside 700 steps, base of the steps, and the enchanted path locations into play. And my slumber grows deeper, so that's another skull into the chaos bag. So this is Act 3A already, the final descent. Spiralling stairs descend below for what seems like an infinity. I still don't draw cards from the encounter deck, and I need to reach the enchanted path location to advance. So we're at the Cavern of Flame. For my final action this turn, I'm going to move out of the Cavern of Flame to the 700 steps location. So there's no choices of where to move here. It's just down, down, down to the next location. So this is a creepy, creepy, uh, infinitely long spiral staircase now. Shroud of two, one clue. So steps location forced. When you leave the seven enchant 700 steps, Take one horror for each card in your hand in excess of three. Okay, so it's got one clue. Um, I can't enter the next location, which is the base of the steps, until I've got that clue. So, uh, end of the round, I draw a card. It's a flashlight. Nice. And I get a resource. Um, I'm still at a steps location, so I'm adding two doom. So we're on six doom out of 19 now. Um, and we are not drawing an encounter card, so we're straight into the uh, investigative phase. All right. So, so Leo is hurrying down these 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 steps now. He's getting dizzy. He's um, clutching onto the skull in one pocket and the Mauser in the other. Mitch is still here, at least in in spirit, if not in body. Okay. So the shroud of two is slightly more annoying than a shroud of one. Um, so I could just pitch a. Unexpected Courage on this to make it 5 on 2. Um, or I could just try and get it. I could pitch all sorts of stuff. Um, I'm going to just go for it and see what happens. So we're 3 on 2, trying to investigate in the 700 steps. 3 on 2. That's a skull, which is minus X. Half the number of your cards in your hand rounded up. Oh, well, that's... Uh, Three, that's minus three, that's no good. So that's a fail, so I've got two actions left. All right, well, I'm going to, second action, do it again. and now playing Unexpected Courage, so I'm five on two now. And I've got four cards left in hand, so the skull is minus two. And what are we getting? We're getting... It's a tablet, and a tablet is minus two. If you fail, I didn't fail, okay. So I get that clue, I've got one action left, I am running down to the base of the steps. You cannot enter the base of the steps unless all the clues on the 700 steps have been discovered. Well, they have. Okay. Eventually the steps give way to a loomy soil. Coiling up, coiling up the bottom few steps is a bed of glowing fungi whose shapes defy natural convention. It all looks a bit pleasant. Leo is very surprised. So there's one clue at the base of the steps. It's Shroud 3. Still a steps location and a woods location. Forced, after you enter the base of the steps, which I just have done in my last action, if you have at least one card in your hand, I do, just X, uh, will X, which is the number of cards in your hand after committing cards to this test. And I don't really want to fail. So, 
Um, we are therefore, we've got four cards in hand. So I'll be testing Will 4, and I take one horror for every point I fail by, um, or I discard a card for each point I fail by. Well, I've only got one card in hand, which will give me any, uh, which will give me any bonus, which is Faustian Bargain. Do I want the money from the Faustian Bargain more than I want to lose it? I don't really want to lose any of these cards, so, yeah, okay. I'll commit Faustian Bargain. I mean... This is a bit of a zero-sum game, this test, but we're going five on four. So five on three now, because I've committed that card. Very, very, very uh, weird maths going on here. Uh, that's a zero. All right. So, no problems. Uh, he's at the base of the steps. He's absolutely fine. Um, so there's one clue on that, but I can't get it this turn. It's the end of my turn. I am going to draw a card. Ah. Well, now I've got two copies of Joey Vigil in my hand. You'll be pleased to know. Um, so I get a resource, and I'm going to then go to... This, is there any, nothing, nothing bad happens uh, in this location. But in the Mythos phase, we add two more Dooms. So there's uh, eight Doom, because this is the last Steps location. So that won't be happening again. I am going to run out of Doom tokens, so I'm going to have to start uh, flipping them over to show the other side. Um, Alright, uh, now it's the investigation phase because I'm still not drawing encounter cards because I'm not at the Enchanted Path yet. The Enchanted Path is the next location and I can't enter it until I've got this clue from the uh, base of the steps. So I've got three goes. First action, I'm just going to play the flashlight for two resources. Comes into play with three batteries in it. Um, second action, I will investigate using the flashlight. So we're going to uh, drop uh, one use, one, one supply. We test so that now the, the base of the steps has got one shroud. I'm testing at three on one. Elder sign, nice. Okay, plus two, so I pass. Search the top three cards of your deck for an ally and draw it. Uh, um. I'm not even sure if I have any allies left. I've got two Joeys in my hand. I've got Mitch Brown. Oh, yeah, there's a Henry Wan somewhere. Do I care? I don't know. Do I? No. I don't think I care right now. I'll, I'll care later. All right. So that's fine. I get that clue uh, for my second action. Third action, I move to the Enchanted Path. So I've made my way at last Leo's made his way down the steps. He's tired. He's frazzled. He's um, clutching a, a, a gun in one hand and a flashlight in the other. And he's just bumped into some trees. What is happening? From the base of the steps, a peaceful dirt path winds through dense forest. Many dozens of eyes watch you with curiosity from the tangled woods surrounding the path. So I advance because I'm at the enchanted path. I've got no actions left this turn. When you reach the base of the stairway, you find yourself in an otherworldly oak forest. The forest floor is thick with countless years of fallen leaves, and you are surrounded by glowing fungi of all shapes and sorts. The soil is pierced with gnarled roots, and the trees are strangled by massive vines. A winding dirt path leads deeper into the woods. So I lose my clues. 
uh, so I had another uh, skull token. So there are three skull tokens in the bag now. Remove each step's location from the game. So there's just the enchanted path location in play at this very moment. Randomly choose six of the set-aside enchanted wood locations to put into play and remove the other one from the game. Shuffle all the remaining set-aside scenario cards except for Labouring Gug and Randolph Carter to form the encounter deck. From now on, investigators draw cards from the encounter deck during each mythos phase as normal. Okay. So I'm at the Enchanted Path, and there are six identical-looking Enchanted Woods location in place. So I can't tell what they are from the back, but the front side or the other side um, will all be different on all of them. Um, I'm at the Enchanted Path location, which has a shroud of two but no clues. The Enchanted Path is connected to each Enchanted Woods location. The Enchanted Path gets plus one Shroud for each unrevealed Enchanted Woods location in play. So it currently has eight Shroud. No clues, but I can spend three actions. You do as you are told, but you feel as though you are missing something. Place one clue in the Enchanted Path. Let's look at Act 4A, The Path. All you have to do is stay on the path. Leo remembers what that strange priest told him. But he's not sure if he's going to listen. Forced, after the first time any investigator enters an Enchanted Woods location, record new campaign log, the dreamers strayed from the path. Objective, investigators at the Enchanted Path may spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance. And it's five. That's a lot of clues. All right. So um, it's now the upkeep phase. I'm going to draw a card. It's the uh, Derringer. That's nice. I will take a resource... Okay, and now I'm going uh, to take stock. So there is uh, currently uh, eight Doom on the agenda out of 19. So barring anything else happening in the Mythos phase, I've got 11 turns left, which sounds like a lot, but I've got uh, lots of locations and lots of clues to get. And um, that's kind of scary. Um, in play, I've got Mitch Brown. He's got one um, damage on him. And otherwise, he's going to be soaking up a lot of sanity and damage. That's what I can tell you for free. I've got a decorated skull in play. But the decorated skull um, starts comes into play with zero charges. But after an investigator, ally, asset, or enemy at your location is defeated, place one resource from the token bank on decorated skull as a charge. I can spend an action to spend one charge to draw one card and gain one resource. Now, that time when uh, Gregory Gry left us, he wasn't defeated, so I didn't get a charge. But I'm hoping that I can maybe cycle through a couple of allies and I can kill some enemies to get some charges on that. I've also got a Mauser. It's got five bullets on it. Now, the Mauser is good for fighting. It gives me plus one combat and plus one damage. Um, but I have to exhaust it to shoot with it, which means I can really only shoot once a turn. So we'll see. Maybe I want to replace that with a Derringer at some point. Um uh, but if I succeed by two or more, then I can either gain a resource or ready it. So we're just going to have to try and succeed by lots with that. Um, and I've got the flashlight, and it's got two batteries left. I've got two resources, and I've taken one damage. So moving on to uh, the Mythos phase. Had a, myth, had a Doom. We're on six, seven, eight, nine Doom. And now we draw our first encounter card of this scenario. Deeper Slumber. Put deeper slumber into play in your threat area. Your maximum hand size is reduced by three and is checked after each time you draw one or more cards. 
I can spend two actions to discard Deeper Slumber. That's a problem. I've got four cards in hand, so my, my hand size is, is five. Maximum hand size is five. Anytime I draw a, a card... Yeah, okay, fine. So, we'll see. I think I can keep that for a couple of turns, but I don't really want to have it in play a lot. Because having cards is good. Okay, so what am I going to do? I'm going to not... Not stay on the path, I think. There is a way, I, I suppose, in principle, that I can spend a turn to put a clue on here and then investigate uh, or find a different way of getting it. But uh, whilst the wood locations are all unrevealed, the shroud of the path is eight, and there's no way in heck that uh, Leo is going to be able to do that. So I think that we're going to have to stray from the path and see where it takes us. Okay, first action is going to be go to this enchanted path. So I'm, I'm going to pick the one. I, I've set them as a sort of a row of three and then a row of three. And so I'm taking the one on the bottom left. Not that it matters. Drawn deeper into the lush forest, you stray from the path. Leo's been, in, been an explorer most of his adult life. He's not scared of a few trees. Enchanted woods, lost woods. One clue. Four shrouds. Forced. After you reveal this location, if you do not leave this location before the end of the round, place one doom on the current agenda. Right. Okay, so this woods location, this Lost Woods, has a symbol on it which is not the symbol of any other location yet. So I, I, the only way I can leave it is by going back to the Enchanted Path, which is connected to everything. Um, so I've got two actions left. If I don't leave with my third action or my second action... Um, then I'll be adding a Doom. That's okay, but I might want to see if I can get this clue. It is worth two victory if I get it, which is nice. Um, so I'm I'm minded to um, investigate second action and then go back to the path for third action. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to spend a Flashlight Charge, which reduces the Shroud to two. We're on three on two. Are we happy with that? No, we're going to commit one Joey the Rat Vigil from my hand. Still got another one. Um, so we are on, uh, on four on two. Okay, let's go four on two. That's a zero. So clue. And uh, victory points. Nice. Um, okay, so final action, we're going to run, Leo runs back to the path, and so he's uh, not going to take any um, doom from that. All right, uh, invest, I don't know, uh, upkeep phase, we're going to take a card. It's narrow escape. Okay, well, there's no enemies in play, but um, when I, I'm fighting, it's going to be cool. I take a resource, I'm on three resources. Okay, uh, up, um, mythos phase, we're adding a... Tenth Doom, 10 out of 19. And we're drawing an encounter card. Okay, well, Law of Igiroth, Chaos. It's a peril hidden card, so I'm not allowed to talk to you about it. Secretly add this card to my hand. Sorry, secretly, I'm adding a card to my hand, guys. You cannot play cards or trigger abilities on player cards with an odd Printed resource cost. Okay. Action. Discard a player card with an even printed resource cost from your hand. Discard this card from your hand. Interesting. All right. So, a couple of things. That's taken my hand 
to five cards, which is okay from the point of view of the deeper slumber. Um, the cards I have in play, the Mauser and the Flashlight, both have an even cost. So that's okay. But I couldn't play the Derringer, for example. Um, I could discard... Could discard another copy of Joey the Rat. But I kind of hmm, do I want Joey the Rat in my hand now? Uh let's leave let's leave the Law of Igoroth for now then and see what happens. Alright. So we are going to take our turn. So um Leo needs to find another wood, so he's gonna run to the next woods along. This is the the, the second column uh, lower row. Alright, first action move to there. Um, it's got one clue. It's the oh God, fungal forest. It's got five shroud. Forced, when your turn begins, if you're at this location, reveal a random token from the chaos bag. If you reveal a skull, cultist, tablet, eldest thing, or a tentacles token, take one damage and lose one action. Poop. Okay. So this is a, Leo is stumbling over this um, these these blackened roots which are crawling with a living fungus. This is horrible. Um, it only has a single clue on it, and again, it's worth two victory points. So it'd be nice to get a lot of these victory points, wouldn't it? Um, the five shroud. Um, I mean, I could com I could use the last flashlight bulb. The battery. Um, but that will still only take it to three. I'll be three on three, which is not great. Um, and I've only got that copy of Joey in my hand with one icon on it. So I could just... I think this is the, the woods location with the highest shroud. So maybe I just uh, scr uh, scratch this one as a loss and, and go somewhere else. Because at the moment, I'm not properly tooled about it. Um, to tooled up to be able to get the clue that I want. Um, all right, I am going to uh, uh, leave it. Uh, second action, move back to the woods. Um, yeah, no, the the, the um, fungal forest is also not connected to any location I can see. Um, and the final action, I will move to the next enchanted woods along. Um, so this is Stone Trapdoor. At that spot, a mighty slab of stone rests on the great on the forest floor, and those who have dared approach it say that it bears a iron ring three feet wide. Leo has a go at tugging it, but it's not moving. Now this location has got a shroud of two and one clue. Cool. Oh wait, while you are investigating this location, it gets plus one shroud for each card in your hand. That's not right. Um, okay, well, uh, that's my turn. Nothing happens in the enemy phase. I'm going to draw a card. It's another narrow escape. Now, I've now got six cards in my hand because of this uh, treasury card I've got in my hand, which means that I'm over my hand limit. So I've got to discard one anyway, and it can't be the, the treachery. Um, uh, loath as I am, I'm going to discard one of the narrow escapes. Um, and I've got still got five cards in my hand. I will take a resource, and now I'm on four resources, which is uh, pretty good. Um, we add a doom, 
we're on 11 doom and we draw an encounter card okay furtive zoog this zoog has got three combat one health and one agility but it's swarming one so it comes into play with one friend uh it's going to therefore get this card from my deck um and it's going to engage me well that's not too bad because now i can um, power up face the the um the decorated skull if i can kill this thing okay um now, the, the, it's swarming, which means it, I need to hit it twice, essentially, to kill it. Um, so what am I going to do? Um, well, I can just shoot it with my Mauser. I would be five on three. If I can get a zero or better, then I can ready the Mauser again. Um, I do have a coup de grace in hand, um, but I would rather... Uh, Deal the killing blow to it with that if I have to. Alright, we're going to first attack with the Mauser. It exhausts, it spends an ammo. Um, this this creature, these small um, chittering creatures leap from the branches of the trees just as Leo is trying to open the trap door and to the scrabble around his head, scratching him, biting him. He, he fires over his shoulder blindly with the Mauser. Minus one. So it, it destroys the, um, the card that's underneath. It destroys one of the zoogs. But, uh, so that card goes back to the bottom of my playdeck. But there is yet another zoog. Now, because I only succeeded by one, that's right, I, I got a f four, five. Yeah, I got four and it's got three strengths. So I didn't succeed by two or more. So um, the Mauser remains exhausted, so I can't use it again. Um, but I do put a charge on the skull, so I'm going to put a, uh, a damage on the skull to show it's got a charge. Um, and now I've got a choice, either just trying to punch the Zook or of using Coup de Grasse, and that would draw me a card, but it would end my turn. <clears throat> hmm. Well, I don't want to end my turn. Um, interesting. I could use Narrow Escape to do something else. Play Narrow Escape to cancel the Attack of Opportunity, and then I would be fighting at 6 on 3 for the final turn, for that final action, and I wouldn't have to spend Coup de Grasse. Um, but I would like to be investigating here, and Coup de Grasse giving me... Sorry, Narrow Escape giving me plus 2 to investigate would be nice. And the, the Zoog only does 1 damage. Um... I've got two actions left, and I'm going to try this uh, tricksy thing. Okay, second action, I'm going to try and get rid of Law of Igoroth Chaos. It's an action. Discard a player card with an even printed resource cost from your hand. Discard this card. I'm going to discard Joseph Vigil. Sorry, Joseph, you're not being played this game. But that does discard the Igoroth from, from my deck. Um, so I've got three cards left in hand. Now, that would uh, give me an attack of opportunity from the Zook, who tries to attack me as I'm trying to get rid of this chaotic thought from my head. But I'm going to play Narrow Escape. It's fast. Cancel the uh, attack of opportunity. You get plus two skill value for the next skill test you perform this turn. So I've got one action left. I'm going to try and investigate the, um, the trapdoor. I've got two cards in my hand, which means that the Shroud of the uh, Enchanted Woods is two plus two. So four. 
So I've got three uh, intellect plus two from the narrow escape, which is going to be five on four. Uh, I am going to use the final flashlight charge to make the shroud two. So I'm five on two. And this is going to give me an attack of opportunity, but uh, it's only one damage and that's fine. Five on two to get this clue. It's a cultist. Minus X to the number of, of revealed enchanted woods locations, which is three, uh, which is a pass because I used, yeah, because of everything, five minus three is two. I used the flashlight, so that's a two. That's a pass. I get that clue. So uh, that's two XP. He, Leo manages to uh, w uh, kick away the, the, the Zoog and, and, and find some, in some, some information about the way forward. Um, but he's going to take a damage. I'll just put it on myself. He's got uh, six health left now. All right. Um, okay, and then in the enemy phase, the um, Zoog is going to attack me. So I take another damage. So Leo's got three damage out of eight. Uh, and I will then ready my Mauser. And I will draw a card. It's another um, decorated skull. I will take a resource, so I'm on five resources. I'll add a doom. I'm on a uh, twelve doom out of nineteen, and I'll draw a card. Dreamlands Eclipse. Put Dreamlands Eclipse into play next to the agenda deck. Forced when you initiate an investigation, you must either take one horror or your location that gets plus two for this investigation. Bad. At the end of the round, discard Dreamlands Eclipse. Okay. So just as um. Leo's trying to search around for the final Zoog to kick it in the head. The sun is obscured by the moon and suddenly everything goes dark and purple and Leo is pretty concerned. All right. Now, I've got to kind of I've got to kick this Zoog, haven't I? Um, do I use a bullet from the gun or do I just go four on three and, and, and hope? The, uh, the 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 picture tokens the symbol tokens are bad now. Uh, the skull is going to be two minus two. Cultism is going to be minus three. Tap is minus two. So I need to be at least three up to be certain. Um, yeah, we're going to shoot it. We'll give us a, a give us also the bonus. All right. Spend a gun a bullet from the gun. We're a five on uh, five on three. Zero. Dead Zoo. And I get another charge on the skull. <clears throat> okay, that was first action. Now, the uh, Enchanted Woods is still only going to let me move back to the Enchanted Path. So I think we do that second action. Do we want to play anything else? Do we want to use the Decorated Skull? Um, or do we want to keep looking? We've got quite a bit of space in the agenda. We've only got 12 Doom out of 19, so that's seven turns, give or take. And if I investigate this turn, well, I'm not going to do that anyway. Um, so that Dreamlands Eclipse probably just whiffs. Um, we're going we're gonna to keep looking. Yeah, we're going to keep looking. All right, move to the top right uh, Enchanted Woods location. So we're revealing it. So now there's four revealed locations. Enchanted Woods, Village of Zoogs. Oh dear, Leo has killed two Zoogs, and now he hears the sounds of others through the trees. Has he just entered into where they live? 
It's got three shroud, one clue. Forced after a Zug enemy with the swarming X keyword spawns at this location, add one additional swarm card to it. Fabulous. All right. Well, we'll put a clue on that um, and then the turn will end. But um, uh, I think we should be able to get uh, that clue with some time. All right. We discard the Dreamlands Eclipse because actually... Yeah, it's gone to the end of the upkeep phase, but who's counting? All right, upkeep phase now. Uh, ready the Mauser. It's got three bullets left. We draw a card. It's quick thinking. Interesting. Okay. I get a resource. So we're on uh, six resources. We add a Doom. So we're on uh, 13 Doom now. And then we draw our encounter card. <laughs> it's a Zook. Oh, it was, what are the chance of me drawing a Zug in the flipping village of Zugs? All right. Ancient Zug. This is a white-haired Zug with um, pale, glaucomered eyes. Three, three, three are its stats. It spawns any enchanted woods location unrevealed if able. It's aloof. At the start of the enemy phase, if Ancient Zug is ready, add one swarm card to each swarming Zug enemy in play. Interesting. Okay. Um, we're going to put it on the um, middle top row uh, Enchanted Woods location, which is one of the two that's unrevealed. Um, there's no other Zooks in place, so, so he's not going to do much at the moment. Um, and he's not worth any VP, and he's aloof, so it might be possible that I can just ignore him. But um, I am going to go to that Enchanted Woods location next, as in, in a couple of turns. Um, and if he's being a pain, um, Leo will shoot him in the head. Okay. Um, investigator time. Now, what are we going to do? We want to investigate, and uh, this is a three-shroud location, one clue, uh, and I've got intellect three. So it's really, it's a, it's a three on three. Um, I've got one, I've got quick thinking in my hand, but I don't really want to ditch quick thinking on, an, on, a, on a test that I'm not going to succeed very well on. Um, I think we'll just give this a go. A blind luck, three on three. Uh, that's a tablet, so that's a faily fail. Um, if you fail in this, is attack. No. Okay. Let's try again. Um, well, not try again. Let's think again. I could just get rid of this um, deep, deeper slumber. Let's do that for my final two actions then. Deeper slumber, two actions go away um, because it's uh, potentially going to screw me over if I try to get more cards. Because what I was thinking of doing was to use the um, decorated skull to get some cards and some resources, but it would it would start um, it would start getting over my hand limit pretty quickly with the deeper slumber in play. Okay, that's my turn. That was fun, wasn't it? Um, enemy phase: the uh, ancient Zug uh, is doesn't do anything because there's no other Zoogs in playing. Um, and I am uh, going to uh, just, uh, yeah, end, really. So end the, uh, the, the upkeep phase. Um, nothing is exhausted. I draw a card. It's Henry Wan, boys and girls. Okay. Henry Wan, are you going to come into play? I think it's pretty unlikely, guy. But, um, well, it's it's nice to have you around. Okay. Um, we take a resource. Got packs of resources now. Seven resources. What do I spend them on? I mean, Henry Wan, maybe. Ish. 
All right, out of Doom, we are on 14 Doom. That seems a bit scary. Um, and then we draw a card. Prismatic Phenomenon comes into play in my threat area. The first time you perform one of the following actions, draw, resource, or play each round, it costs one additional action. After you successfully investigate a location, instead of discovering clues, discard Prismatic Phenomenon. Uh, okay. Um, what are we going to do this turn? We still want this clue. I've got two clues and I need five. It's not going well. Um, um, all right. So I believe that uh, the decorated skull doesn't count as a draw action. Um, so I could use that to, to get some cards, which is kind of what I want. I want to get another flashlight or uh, perception or something similar. All right. Let's do that. We're going to spend a, a first action, spend a charge on the decorated skull. We draw a card. It's followed. All right, sure. Um, and I get a resource. I've got eight resources now. Now, followed is not going to trigger big, uh, unless I have an enemy at the location. Um, and there isn't an enemy at the location. Um, so that's not helpful. Um, are we going to do a second action to try and do the same thing again to see if I draw something better? But at this stage, I've got uh, 14 Doom, 54, uh, f f five turns left, basically, after this one. Um, and that's not a lot. <sighs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to just uh, try and investigate. I'm going to ditch followed, uh, commit followed, rather, to the test. So I'm four on three. Plus one. Get the clue. Nice. Whoops. Yeah, the uh, the plus one token skidded across the floor to the other side of the room, so I don't really want that to leave the chaos bag. Um, okay, so I've got one action left. I've got three clues. Um, I think we're going to run away, but I can't go anywhere. Well, I've, so, so, so the movement within the Enchanted Woods is really complicated, but... I can move to two different places. I can go to the Enchanted Path, or I can go back to the Stone Trapdoor, but I don't see the need to do that. Um, so we're going to go final action back to the Enchanted Woods. Hang on. Um, all right, so upkeep phase. Um, uh, we're going to uh, draw a card. Sorry, draw my, oh, it's another followed, sure. And another resource, so I've got nine resources now. You see, Henry Wan, you're not even useful now, because I don't really need resources right now, dude. Um, and we're going to then add a Doom. 15 Doom, 12, 13, 14, 15 Doom. And an Encounter card. <laughs> Law of Igoroth Pandemonium Peril Hidden. I'm secretly adding the card to my hand, dudes. I cannot play cards or commit cards to skill test with an odd number of words in the title. For God's sake. Discard a player card with an even number of words in its title from your hand to discard it. Uh -huh. Okay. So, um... <clears throat> All right. Look, uh... Bramloaf is a math teacher, so he can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think that zero is an even number, so I'm going to discard Decorated Skull... 
to discard that as my first action. I'm, I don't have time for this uh, the nonsense. Leo is a, a, a straightforward thinking kind of guy. He needs a knife to cut down the leaves in front of him and he needs a gun to shoot any zoobs. That's as far as he's thinking. Okay. Two actions left. Now, um, I don't have any tricks in hand. I've got a single followed, which I can again commit to something. But two actions left. I'm going to run into this location... The, the unrevealed location, which has the ancient Zug on it. And it turns out to be Great Stone Circle. Finally, the greater light of those thicker fungi revealed a sinister green and grey vastness pushing up through the roof of the forest and out of sight. H.P. Lovecraft, the dream quest of unknown Kadath. This has got one shroud, one clue, forced after this location is revealed, spawn the set-aside labouring gug at this location. Shit. Alright. Um, labouring gug is going to jump on my face. Hello, labouring gug. The gug is horrible looking. Um, he's got a sideways face, sideways mouth on his face, lined with teeth like a sarlacc. He's got multiple arms. He is really tough, um, but he can't enter the Enchanted Path. But he's a hunter, and he's got five strength, five tough health, and two agility. Uh-huh. Okay. So what are we thinking? I've got one action left. There's an aloof Zug in my location. He's not doing anything. Um, there's a... Laboring Gug. Now the Laboring Gug is... <sighs> he does three damage uh, when he hits and one horror. I mean, I can kill off Mitch Brown. That's not a problem. But um, it's it, it's not the best situation. Do I have any way of evading him? No, he's only got two agility. But um, Leo has got one agility, which is sucksy. Um, okay, well, in, in hand, I've got a coup de grace. It's a possibility to do one damage to it, but it's a bit of a, bit of a waste, maybe. Quick thinking, eh. Derringer, got a fist icon on it. Henry Wan, hi, Henry. And then uh, Followed has, has got an agility icon and a book icon on it. Now, uh, I, I may just have to tank some damage from this guy. Oh, God. Okay, we're going to... Yeah, I mean, I was, I was thinking of just playing the Derringer um, to replace the flashlight. Um, but that's going to do an attack of opportunity, which is bad. Uh, no, we don't do that. Okay, we're going to attack with a final action. We're not going to use the Mauser because I want to save the ammo and I want the plus one damage. Um, we're going to just pitch the Derringer. Um, Leo leaps forward and smacks the spent flashlight over the labouring Gug's head. Five on five. Zero! Yeah! Okay. He's got a damage. But, enemy phase. Um, the uh, labouring Gug hits me, so he's going to do one... Horror and three damage. So the horror and one damage is going to go on Mitch Brown. Mitch, he dead. 
I take two more damage, and that's unpleasant. So at this stage, uh, Leo has got five damage out of eight, so you can only take three more damage. So if he takes a single hit from the Laboring Gug, he's a goner. Um, the, the Laboring Gug is really pounding Leo, and it, not in a good way. Um, so then we have the uh, upkeep phase. Doing a second coup de grace. Well, tragically, you can't um, have play multiple coup de grasses per turn because they end your turn when you play them. But sure. Uh, oh God, I've got ten resources. Um, okay. Okie dokie 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 dokie. Add a doom. Sixteen doom. It's getting tight. I don't know if I can do this. Uh, yeah, I doubt it. All right. Um, we're going to draw an encounter card. Lost in the Woods. It surges. Each investigator has an Enchanted Woods location test to will a three. Uh, if I fail, I lose an action and take one horror. Bloody hell. All right. Um, um, I don't think I commit anything. I think I just go four on three. Plus one. Yeah. Pass. But it surges into another Lost in the Woods. Who shuffled this deck? Anyway... We'll go again. Four on three. That's a tentacle. So I lose an action and I take a horror. The horror's fine. The action isn't. Okay, one horror. Um, I still surge into a furtive zoog. Things are looking bad. So the furtive zoog comes into play. Yeah, we've seen before, right? So he, t he takes a uh, swarming car and he jumps on me. Um, so we're going to be facing that guy. The uh, ancient zoog is going to um, put another swarm on this guy if I don't kill him. But I really kind of have to kill the, the um, laboring gug first. Okay, this is what's going to happen. First free action is to spend two to bring in Henry Wan. Henry, everything I've ever said about you, I now take back. Because you're going to die to a labouring gug. Um, so Henry Wan, is, he's got one health and two sanity. And he has some kind of ability, I expect. Um, then the uh, first thing I'm going to do... I'm going to play f is shoot the Gug. What I'm going to try and do is kill the Gug this turn. I've only got two actions because of the Lumin Lost in the Woods. Um, so if I can kill him with the first... Sorry, if I can do two damage with the first action, if I can succeed by two, which is a big if, then I can ready the Mauser and go again and just try and do it that way. Um... What we're going to do is we're going to attack, so we're going to uh, exhaust the Mauser, spend a bullet. It's got two bullets left. I'm going to commit one of the coup de grasses, which is plus two fists. So I've got four strength plus one for the Mauser, that's five, plus two for the um, coup de grasse, that's seven. And then I'm going to also commit quick thinking for eight. So eight on three. If I pass by, if I draw a minus one or better, then I will get a free action, which should be good. 
but a minus three or better will do the two damage. Zero. So that's eight on five, did two damage. He's on three damage out of five, and I will ready the Mauser. Um, so that's fine. It's more than fine. Quick thinking triggers because I succeeded by two or more. So I've still got two actions left. Second action. We, we, we exhaust Mauser again. And we... Uh... Now you see, this is what I'm trying to think. Let's just um, backtrack that a minute. So we've got two, two ammo on the Mauser. It's ready. I've got two actions left. I've got followed in my hand. Now, followed is an event which doesn't trigger an attack of opportunity from the enemy that you are following. So you pick one enemy. Um, and it gives you a bonus uh, to your investigation check uh, for the number of damage on the enemy. So I could play followed now. And uh, I would get plus, I would pick the labouring gargoyle, I'd get plus three to my test, and they're almost certainly passed because the shroud of this location is one, and I would get that clue. Um, and then I'd have one action left to maybe kill the gug. But if I do that, the zoogs will still be around. And I don't, and I, they would then be doing an attack of opportunity on me there, which is two damage, which would kill Henry Wan and take me down to six out of eight damage. If I use the Mauser to kill the Zoogs first, then I could, I don't know, um, then I could uh, either kill the Zoog and just kill the, kill the Gug and then just do a normal investigate later to get the um, the, fault of the, um, the, the clue from here. So if it's only Shroud 1. Um, No, I paused there because I'd have a long think about that. I don't think that playing followed is worth it, although I really do want to try the card because it just, it's just not, it's not worth it given that it's only Shroud 1. If it was a higher Shroud, then it would be worth it, but um, I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to use my, well, this is the next action. So I've got two actions left. Next action, Mauser again, going to take out the Labouring Gug if I can. Now I'm five on five. I, I I can't really get better than five. Yeah, five on five. I've also just realised that because a prismatic phenomenon is in play, uh, I would be discarding that instead of discovering clues anyway. So um, I'm better not uh, <laughs> waste waste time and and, and energy in that. Right. Five on five. Let's give it a go. Ah, oh, that's a cultist. Jesus wept. All right, excuse me. So that's a minus X, which is minus five. Um, um, well, I've got a coup de grace in my hand, so I'm minded to just play a coup de grace um, to do one damage to the uh, Gug or to kill one of the Zooks. The Zooks going to get a friend in a minute because the ancient Zook is going to top them up. Uh, do I, which is the best? If I do one damage to the Gug, then he's going to have one health left. And next turn, I probably try and shoot him again. Um, 
the Gugs are going to do an extra damage because it's all kind of awful. Um, I'm going to spend the Coup de Grasse to kill one of, to kill the Gug Swarm. There you go. Um, so, because it's not the last, it's not the enemy, it's, oh, hold on, defeat an enemy. Um, yeah, I think actually, because these are individual enemies, that I do get a card. Alright, that's nice. Um, it's Gregory Garay. Alright. Um, okay, so, enemy phase. At the start of the enemy phase, the Ancient Zoog adds one swarming card to the uh, Ancient, to the, the Furtive Zoog. Then the Furtive Zoog attacks. This is two damage. I'll take both. And seven out of eight. And uh, the uh, Lumbering Gug, Laboring Gug, does... Three damage and uh, one horror. Uh, Henry Wan will take one of the damage. I will take the other two, which is more than I can muster. That's nine damage and Leo's down. The laboring Gug assaults him and his uh, the, the last thing that Leo sees is these Zoog scrabbling around multiple pairs of horrible green eyes from the branches of the trees. And the labouring gugs sideways more, leaning down above him. So we go to the resolution where uh, Leo is defeated and he's nudged into consciousness by an old scarred cat. Hey, you are right, you man. I'm dreaming, you remember, and suddenly the talking cat doesn't seem quite as weird. Exhausted, you manage to rise to your feet, brushing off the dirt caked on your clothing. You're lucky you weren't harmed before we arrived, a human voice calls out to you. It belongs to a blonde-haired man in a brown tra <laughs> brown travelling coat. Can't read. A brown travelling coat who leans against a nearby tree. These woods are not forgiving for the fate of heart. The scarred cat walks to the man's side, and the man leans over to pat its and I'll read all the rest of it. But we have found Randolph Carter. We have found some cats. And they're going to take us to Ulthar. Um, so we we will recruit Randolph Carter. He's another ally to the deck, if I ever play this again. Um, I take a, a physical trauma, which is better than taking a uh, horror trauma. Sanity trauma. Um, okay, so the um, it is a shame we didn't kill Labouring Gug. Victory points, we get uh, two for the village of Zoogs, we get two for the stone trapdoor, and two for the lost woods. And I don't think we get anything for the two priests doing. No, what a shame. All right, so that's six victory points. Um, I had three clues out of five. The remaining in woods location was the moon tree. Uh, which would, with a shroud of three, one clue, I take two horror when I enter, victory two. But it would have, and I had, I can't do this, so it's clearly enough, 16 doom on the agenda at this point, um, which is, which is probably not enough turns for me to get that clue and come back to the enchanted path, unless I get very lucky without drawing enemies. Now, I'll do a quick debrief. I think I was unlucky drawing those zooks. Um, if I hadn't drawn the Zoog uh, whilst I was fighting the Labouring Gug, 
then I would have been able to take out the labouring gun. Well, I wouldn't have died, is the short answer, um, because I would have been able to, to, to take the damage, I think. Um, now, the deck worked okay. Um, there were some problems with not getting uh, some of the nice cards that I wanted. Um, I had sleight of hand twice in the deck. I had this idea that I could play sleight, I could sleight of hand flashlights, and then you know play, sleight of hand it, and then play it again next turn to get double flashlight usage. Um, my perceptions were at the bottom of the deck. Um, the uh, the uh, there were two copies of Lone Wolf, which uh, would have been nice, although I didn't need the, need them because I had tons of resources because nothing to play with. Um, I think that the problem here is to do with allies. Um, Leo really wants non-unique allies and Mitch Brown in play, I'm thinking. Um, and there are non-unique level zero allies in most factions, all factions actually, um, but none in Rogue, which I which I hadn't realised before, but that's kind of weird. And there are no neutral ones either. Um, so that's kind of a problem. You can only have one ally in play at the time and at this, you know, at the beginning of a scenario. And most of these allies do not have much uh, damage soak. Henry Wan, our favourite. Um, ally of all time, uh, has got one damage, which just isn't enough uh, for the kind of soak that I'm looking for. Um, I was surprised at how little horror damage um, this, this scenario deals, at least in, in, in the way that I um, experienced it. But the um, flashlight did its work well. Um, the Mauser is pretty good. Um, it was fine until I ran into the, the, the labouring gug, and, and that five strength is quite tough to deal with unless you have Lots of uh, cards in, in in with fist icons on, which I don't, because actually there's not that many fist icons on uh, rogue cards. Um, although I probably could have built the deck better and, and focused more to get cards with uh, with fist icons on if I was going to um, shoot lots. Um, what else worked well? Um, uh, shame I didn't get to play Kuda Grass properly. Quick thinking, that was fun. I got an extra action there. Um, narrow escape, that was great. Um, most of the rest, they kind of just committed, really. Um, yeah. So, does Leo work as just a a green uh, investigator, it's just a rogue investigator? I think he kind of works okay. The Mauser is not bad. It's probably not... I don't know if it's better than the automatic. The fact that you can only use it once a turn sometimes is obviously worse than the 45 automatic. Um, but the fact that if you if you get really high result on it, you can get a, a, a resource if you want um, is pretty good. I think I probably should have played the Derringer instead of the Mauser. The Derringer for Leo comes to play with three ammo, which is great. But um, he gets plus two um, fists for it, which puts him at six, which means he kind of beats almost any creature pretty handily. Um, and if he succeeds with two or more, he makes plus one damage. So I don't know. Maybe that would have been better. But most of the um, most of the rogue uh, weapons, of course, are not really very good for Leo. Um, so that was fun. I enjoyed playing that. I enjoy the scenario, but I think the 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 um, the bits in the woods are really hard. I've only played this scenario once before, three player. And a uh, similar thing happened to us. We got three, you know, about sort of 70% of the clues and then got swamped. Um, I think there may be an element of luck in which locations you get and in which order you get them. Because I was really unable to move from one to the other very easily. Um, I had to go via the Enchanted Path. 
almost all the time. Um, but there you go. Um, this is another example of how um, we can build suboptimal but interesting decks in Arkham Horror and, and, and see what happens. Leo is, is in the dreamlands. Is he stuck there? Is he going to continue? I think it would be fun to play the search for Kadath with Leo. It would be the ultimate expedition for the expedition leader, wouldn't it? I might do that in the future. Let's see if I can spend his six XP wisely. Well, thanks for listening. And I um, hope you join me next time, whatever deck I play, where uh, we'll see how well I do when I play Arkham Horror the card game. Just not very well.